Enjoy your bath, Ellie. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't get too excited, listeners. That's the sound of me applying hand sanitizer and rubbing it in. You calm yourself down there, Mary. I am aware that I've just said to Ellie, enjoy your bath. And that was then followed by that noise. But we are leaving Ellie to have a bath in peace. I said in peace to the subtitle is there. Make sure you get that right. Otherwise, that could be quite an unfortunate bit of subtitle in there. She's bathing in what? I thought we'd do something a little bit different this week. That child is not talking to me. The child shouting, Daddy, Daddy, there. I keep telling you, it's got nothing to do with me. Leave me alone. I'm trying to do a podcast. So for all the uh, weeks that we've been doing these episodes, I have not done a physical live gig in front of a real audience, as in a in-the-flesh audience. I just mean a normal audience. Mary's getting her ropes up there going, oh, is this is a nudist thing, maybe? Tell me more. Since we last spoke, I've done three stand-up gigs. So I thought it might be quite nice to uh, tell you some stories. And uh, as usual, I will, be, I will be telling you stories about the actual gigs themselves and things that happened, but primarily I'll be telling you about the journeys. And depending on how we do for time, I might end today by finally telling you the story that I was planning on telling you five months ago, the harrowing journey back from that gig that I did at the end of October. But if we don't do that, we'll definitely do it shortly. So the good news is the traffic has died down now. We've now turned off onto this lovely river walk here, lovely peaceful river walk. I have to be a bit mindful that people come here just to enjoy a nice river walk and don't necessarily want to hear me talking about sexual deviance. I am going to have to tell you very shortly about having sex with a dog. No, I did not have sex with a dog. It was uh, one of the comedians, I'm, I'm saying the word comedian maybe loosely, before me at the first comedy gig back after not gigging for 200 nights. There's a bird there that whistles. I've just heard it there, I don't know if you heard it. It goes And it sounds like someone going, oh ah yeah, oh ah yeah. And I like the idea of like a, a cockney. There, it's just doing it there. Oh ah yeah. Maybe it's a cockney sparrow. There it is again. Maybe its ancestors spent a lot of time hanging around Millwall Football Club and they picked up some of the chants. Anyway, stop talking about birds, David. You were gonna tell us about having sex with the dog. So I've not done a gig for 200 nights. And one of my last gigs that I did was supporting Reg D Hunter, John Robbins and Fern Brady in London. I had the perfect example of saying something very innocuous and it making sense, complete sense in my head, but just coming out completely wrong and just sounding like unbelievably dodgy. <laughs> what I meant to say was, John Robbins does his um, show with the comedian Ellis James on BBC Five Live. Before that, they did a podcast on Radio X. You know, often I'll be maybe listening to it while I'm in bed or whatever, or just going about my daily stuff. You know, making something to eat, having something to eat. I don't know why I'm telling you. You know, daily stuff, making something to eat, having something to eat. Yeah, so I tell them these gigs have been absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> you're probably thinking, I've assumed that the gigs have been going disastrously, David. These three stand-up gigs, you know, but no, they've they've gone surprisingly well actually. It's just now that I seem to be incapable of telling a story, making something to eat, having something to eat. <laughs> Often I'll listen to the podcast if I'm in a bath or something like that. So what I meant to say to him was, 
And even then, I suppose this does sound a little bit weird. But I meant to say, he came into the room, and I hadn't planned this in advance. I said, oh, I listen to your podcast quite a lot. Um, and then what I meant to say was, you know, let's just hope that I don't forget that you're actually there in person and you're not just on a podcast. And I forget this and just start, you know, going to the toilet or something in front of you. <laughs> It doesn't really make that much sense. What I meant was, you know, you're in the middle of talking and I just, I don't actually know what I meant. Now I'm thinking of it, it doesn't quite work. I meant like he's in the middle of saying something and I just sort of walk off, go to the toilet, leave the door open or whatever, and just think, oh, it's just, it's just the podcast, isn't it? He's not actually in the room, especially with the fact that this gig was October. So we've been in lockdown for a good few months before this point. So I suppose in my head I was thinking, oh, you know, I, I'm not used to being around actual real people, so I'll just think you're a podcast and just start going to the toilet and stuff, just thinking, ah, it's just a podcast. That's what I meant. I think the idea had popped into my head to say this about a second before I said it, but there was another thought in my brain as well, which is obviously keep it brief, David. Don't, don't spend 30 seconds going, oh, I normally hear you on the podcast, so uh, let's just hope I don't think that you are just doing a podcast and you're not actually there in front of me, and so I uh, do something like go to the toilet or something and you're there and I just leave the door open because I think it's a podcast. It's a bit long-winded so i thought i know what i want to say keep it brief which is precisely what i did <laughs> but to be honest it would have been better if i had just done the long-winded thing at least then he would have gone yeah i know what he's saying <laughs> it's a bit long and garbled a hello would have done to be honest but fair enough instead i just went hey john love the podcast let's just hope i don't go to the toilet in front of you <laughs> and then that was it. And then the stupid thing was, for a split second, I went, well done, David, you kept that brief. That was really good. And then realised, hang on a second, quite a lot of detail missing there. And he sort of just did a nervous laugh. And obviously I thought, you need to salvage the situation here, David. You've, you've cocked this up. Probably an inopportune phrase, bearing in mind what we were talking about. At least I didn't say that to him. Oh, God, sorry, John, I've just done a cock up. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So I tried to sort of redeem the situation and explain, but I just said, you know, because when, when I listen to the podcast, I'm, I, I go to the toilet. <laughs> so it, I don't know if that really helped. He just did another nervous laugh. And then a part of me thought, you need to explain this again, David. But at that point, the promoter of the gig arrived and just started chatting to us. So, And there was a part of me that thought about resurfacing this again and saying, oh, I've just had a bit of an embarrassing moment with John there. <laughs> just trying to explain it to the promoter while John was there. But I just thought, I'm going to mess this up again, aren't I? What I should have done is I should have then, when he was in the room, there was a toilet next door. I should have just gone into the toilet, put the podcast on. <laughs> you see, that was all I was saying, John. I listen to your podcast when I'm on the toilet. I can't go unless, you, unless I hear you. Well, hello, John Robbins, by the way, if you are listening. Because I don't know, he might have enjoyed my set so much that he's a regular listener to the podcast now. So I uh, hope you're enjoying it, John. That's the explanation. So I'm um, glad we cleared that up. Um, enjoy your shit. Oh, hello. Ooh. There's a dog there that's just come to see me. It wasn't me who was having sex with the dogs. It's got the, I was going to say, it's got the wrong end of the stick. But I don't think a dog really cares what end of the stick it's gotten. So the point that I was making was, I'd done this lovely gig with John Robbins, Fern Brady, Reg D. Hunter, all TV comedians. And then, of course, we about three days later, we went back into lockdown. And now, finally, after 200 nights, we're allowed to go out and gig again. So I just take the first thing that comes up and it's just a new material night. So you don't get paid for it. It's just a free new material night, but it's not even a new material night. This is a new act new material night. So you might get some people who are a bit more well-established trying out new material, or you might just get completely new acts. It was in like a basement of this pub in London. 
And I think there was like 15 people there. And it was hardly like a glorious return, bearing in mind the gig that I'd done previously. And it was a 10-minute spot as well. So not only is it a free spot, it's 10 minutes. There's only 15 people assembled in this dark basement room. And obviously I'd have to travel for this as well. And I was paying to do the gig because I'd had to get a, a train to London and back. And the train back was at five past 11 and didn't get into Sheffield until three o'clock. So I was out of the house for 12 hours and I'd performed for 10 minutes in front of 15 people in a basement. Oh, there's another dog there. Words obviously got around the dog community. Hello. You all right? Yeah, are you? Yeah, very good. Last you about 25 minutes. Oh, okay. A... No, I was just off on a bit of a walk. Oh, lovely. And I just so happened to be here again. Fine. <laughs> you enjoying the bird song? Yeah, some interesting ones. Yeah, it's There's a kind of a, a one that almost sounds like a football chant. It's all. Yeah. Sort of, uh, yeah. Oh, lovely. Enjoy. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Definitely worth doing the football chant material there. <laughs> we know very well. This is what I do, I just lurk in the bushes, trying out little bits. <laughs> well, it's a bird that sounds like a football chant. I think it's been hanging around the Millwall football ground. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> I didn't have sex with the dog. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, I hope you didn't find the uh, my observations about the football chanting bird as uninteresting and weird as that woman obviously did. All right, okay, well, nice talking to you. Goodbye. At the David Eagle on social media. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more of these tales. That's what I've been doing during lockdown. Just lurking in the bushes. Thinking if someone will pass, I'll just try a bit of observational comedy on them. I did exactly what I did with John Robbins to that woman. I didn't want to do the whole routine about the birds hanging around the Millwall football ground. I knew that was going to be too much. So instead I just thought, keep it brief, David. So I just went, oh, it sounds like some of them are doing football chants. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was another dog. Hello. Sorry to disappoint you, Fido. <laughs> just Fido. <laughs> it's like, why is Fido the go-to name? It's like Fido and Rover. I don't think I've ever met a dog that's called Fido or Rover. I mean, to be honest, I don't remember their names in the morning. I was just so drunk the night before. I'm just going to head back round here. I'm not going to go in that direction because this is a children's play area. And I just don't really want to walk through a playground. Turn about having sex with a dog even if it wasn't me. I don't think they can really, I can use that as an argument when one of the parents complains and you just stop talking about having sex with a dog in front of the children. I didn't have sex with a dog in front of the children. I'm not an animal. <laughs> Actually, that's hardly a defense. If I was an animal, it'd be more of a defense. I don't think I can really use that as a defense. I wasn't having sex with a dog. I'm just talking about someone else having sex with a dog. I mean, the fact that I'm still near the children in a playground I think it's not a good idea, so we'll... I've no idea. I feel like I've got so many things up in the air at the moment, and I can't remember. You didn't realise I was juggling while doing the podcast. That's why the dogs keep coming after me. Got all the balls I've got in the air. Oh, yeah. Now you've got your balls in the air, have you, David, for the dogs? How many times I was not having sex with the dog? I think I've sort of spoilt it a little bit now, the story, because there was going to be a moment where I revealed that the comedian, in the middle of this story, suddenly started doing this long routine about having sex with the dog. <laughs> that was going to be kind of a shock bit, like a, what? She, that was going to kind of be a bit of a thing that I revealed. But I feel like I've sort of mentioned having sex with the dog quite a bit now, so it's not really going to be much of a shock. She did what, David? <laughs> It was very strange because, I mean, I, there's the thing about you don't want to do other people's material, but I'm not sure if I can really call it material, to be honest. I don't think it was a real story. I think it was a joke, but what was worrying me was it was a 10-minute routine all about having sex with a dog, and there weren't enough jokes in it. 
or any kind of comic conceits like wordplay or anything like that for me to be convinced enough that it was definitely a written out fictionalized routine <laughs> you know like after a while after about three minutes of a description of having sex with the dog you kind of think oh there's gonna be some punchline coming up here but there, there was absolutely nothing no wordplay not like oh, we had a bit of rough rough and tumble you know just something like that why it made me go ah yeah okay There was a dog there just rapidly swimming towards me. When I went out on this walk, and I knew I was going to tell a story about having sex with a dog, I forgot how many dogs were around here. So that's what's weird about it. I mean, it'd be weird anyway, but... <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> oh, I must remember to pitch this to Radio 4. I'm just hoping I'm, this hasn't stopped recording, because this would be rather awkward. If I just find out that I've been talking to myself for the last half an hour, means I'll have to go back out again. I'll have to come back out, start talking about having sex with the dog again. A bit like, right, this is two days in a row now he's done this. You okay, you don't want something? No, I'm all right, my friend. Right, no yeah, thank you. No oh, I missed an opportunity there, didn't I? Could have tried a bit of stand-up. Weirdly, the, uh, the person he was with was laughing. Maybe words got out. Go up to that blind man. <laughs> he'll, he'll try a bit of stand-up on you. The man's approached. He's got his... I was going to say, he's got his woman behind him. I mean, his lady friend, you know, well, just the woman the woman he's with, essentially. <laughs> and she's laughing because she knows what she's thinking. Oh, I wonder what bit of stand-up he's going to give us then. I've heard about this. The blind man who lurks in the bushes trying his comedy. <laughs> and they walked up. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. And she was laughing. She thought, oh, what, where's this leading? Nowhere. It didn't lead anywhere. Oh, and they did say, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you've got nothing else for us? No, no, I'm I feel like I've let them down a bit there. That could be like a feature on the podcast. When we do walking podcasts, every time someone comes up and asks if I'm all right, I'll have a bit of stand-up ready to go. Let me tell you about my mother-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I am aware that there is a barking dog, but I thought we'd... I know some people are going, go on, David, do another joke about having sex with a dog. No, no. I think it's just the right amount. I think I've done. I mean, the irony is, I thought it was really uncomfortable, this woman talking about having sex with the dog for 10 minutes. But essentially, I spent half an hour talking about having sex with the dog. I don't think she's a comedian. I think she's just someone who turns up at open mic nights and does comedy now and again. But I don't know. I might get a shock. I'll switch on the TV and it's, the other day I was having sex with the dog. <laughs> Live at the Apollo. I'm just glad I brought my cane with me and not my guide dog. You'll just stay there, Fido. <laughs> oh, God. There's a load of dogs now. This is how it ends. The podcast just ends with me being mounted by three dogs. My plan for this podcast was to tell you about the week's worth of gigs and the things that had happened, but this has gone on for so long that I feel like we'll have to do that another time. I think that's a bit silly, really, to be honest. He says he's just moved in and he's trying to keep on top of the house. Live in the house? That's what I would say. I don't know what he's trying to prove. Maybe he's had an argument with his wife or something. She says, I'm having the rooms, you can have the roof. <laughs> I s oh God, the dogs are coming. I said, I said roof. I think they heard me say roof and they're getting excited. They just think I'm a posh dog. And I hope this has been all right. I hadn't planned on it being so dog sex heavy. There's a lot more stories I have to tell you, but we'll do that another time. But it's starting to rain now as well, so I'm going to leave it here. I hope this is all right. Well, I guess we'll see.
I mean, the stats will tell all. Ellie is going to be absolutely furious with me when the listeners start plummeting. And she's like, well, thank you very much, David. You started picking up when you got me on. You go out by yourself and look what they've done. What were you talking about? We'll be back next week. And don't worry, I'll make sure Ellie's there. <laughs>